Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. Grace and peace, beauties. Rise and shine. It is another Beautiful Soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie. You guessed it. Once again, it's your girl, Dr. Lynn Gobel, and I am back with another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and love. Yep, that's what I'm about to give you a dose of. I am coming into your home, your phone, your car, or your computer, even your television, just to release some positive vibes to you wherever you are listening from. And again, thank you to all of my listeners nationwide and internationally. I appreciate your love and your support. Thank you for tuning in to Beautiful Soul Sunday each week and joining the Beautiful Soul Sunday family. As always, I am sending you big hearts and lots of love. Keep it locked. Keep listening and subscribing to Beautiful Soul Sunday. As I continue to give you some news you can use, and of course, that is the good news, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray that all of you have had a wonderful, blessed, and prosperous week. I had another productive week, and I am always grateful and thankful for that. And, you know, speaking of being thankful, As we approach the end of 2020, after today, I only have one episode left for season one, and then I will begin season two in January of 2021. So next week, family, I just want to reflect on 2020 and also recap a few of my top episodes from season one. So I am extremely excited about that. And of course, this week, since we celebrate Thanksgiving, I thought it would be appropriate to focus on giving thanks and the many things we are thankful for in lieu of all of the many obstacles, challenges, and even tragedies we have seen and experienced this year. In the midst of all these things, we can still find something to be thankful for and be grateful for. Thanksgiving is the absolute perfect time to reflect on the things we are thankful for. And it is the perfect time to be reminded of how thankful we really should be for absolutely every single blessing in our lives. But what does it mean to really be thankful? To be thankful means to express gratitude and even relief. It means to be pleased, to be grateful, and to show appreciation. But essentially, guys, what it really means is to be indebted to someone. And you know, a thank you really does go a long way, not just with God, but with people in general. 
it makes you feel a certain type of way when people give off the vibe that you are supposed to do something for them. For instance, if you are at the grocery store and you hold the door open for someone and they just walk on through without saying thank you as if you're supposed to stand there and hold the door for them. Or if you're driving and you see that someone wants to turn once again and you wave them through and they just turn and they don't acknowledge you or throw up their hand as a gesture just to say thank you. That has happened to me on more than one occasion. It may have even happened to you. And, you know, sometimes even though they can't hear me, if that happens while I'm in my car, I'll just say out loud, you're welcome. Is that petty? Like, I hope not. But I'm really big on saying thank you to people whenever they do something nice for you or if they provide a service for you, because people don't have to be nice or show kindness. And it's just common courtesy to express a gratitude of thanks. And although God is not petty, we are instructed to give thanks in all things. So we can always find something to be grateful for and thankful for regardless of what it is. Working through this pandemic this year has been a huge challenge for me. I mean, a huge challenge. I've found myself complaining sometimes, something I really hate to do, but I will sometimes complain out of frustration because of the workload that I have on my secular job or because of the long hours I put in each week. But the other night, as I was leaving work, I just found myself walking through the office saying, God, I thank you. I thank you for my job. Stressed out at times, absolutely frustrated, irritated, but I never want to be ungrateful or unthankful for my job. And if I feel myself ever being any other way, than being thankful. I just remind myself that when I was a single parent with a one-year-old 24 years ago, and I prayed for a job with benefits, hello, can we say benefits, (laughs) making more money, that is the job God blessed me with, and I'm still working that same job today. So I was literally just talking to a dear friend and sister of mine about having to stretch my money over the course of a month for rent, for food, gas, pampers, formula for my baby. And I can remember crying one night because my baby was sick and I could not afford the medication that the doctors prescribed for him because I didn't have health insurance at the time. And of course, since I was working a job, which really didn't pay me a lot of money, I was denied a medical card. So any medication that I had to purchase for myself or for my baby, it came out of my pocket. Any doctor's visit, it came out of my pocket. 
And you want to talk about the struggle being real. Let me tell you, it was real for real, for real. And whenever I'm tired or I'm worn out mentally and even physically from working my secular job, I remind myself of some of the most difficult times in my life. I just look back where I was to where I am today, and I have to tell God, thank you. Thanksgiving is a beautiful reminder that we have so much to be thankful for. It was in the middle of the Civil War when President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national day of Thanksgiving and praise to our Heavenly Father. It was a day devoted to reflecting on the gratitude of when we can celebrate with family and friends as we join together in thankfulness to share the spirit of love and laughter. It's a day to let the giving of thanks be our sacrifice to God. Psalms 50 verse 14, it says, Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High. It's when we confess our adoration to God. There is absolutely no greater gift than the amazing grace God has given us through the blood of his beloved son, Jesus Christ. On the day of Thanksgiving, which is devoted to counting our blessings, we can take a moment to find something to be grateful for and thankful for as we give thanks to God, not just for what he has done and continues to do through us and for us, but for all that he is. I mentioned earlier that one of the definitions for the word thanks or thanksgiving is to be indebted to someone. In previous episodes, you've heard me talk about Jesus paying our debt when he sacrificed his life for our lives. We are grateful, we are thankful, and would even be indebted to him But since he already paid a debt that we didn't have to pay, every thank you we give back to him is absolutely free, free of charge. There is absolutely nothing to lose just by saying thank you. If anyone knew about being indebted to someone, it was King David in the Bible. And he wrote about how grateful and thankful he was to God throughout his writings as he expressed his gratitude to God throughout the book of Psalms. And Psalms 107.1, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Those exact words were written throughout the book of Psalms and various other passages of scripture in the Bible as well. But David sprinkles expressions of thanks all throughout his writings. I think this is very interesting because with every obstacle, every heartache, every struggle David faced, 
he was still able to find a thank you to God in his heart. And I think there is so much to uncover about David's life. You can tell that he's speaking from experience when it comes to a lot of things David writes. The songs and the beautiful poetry he pens also gives us insight to the relationship he had with God, who loved him enough to correct and chastise him in his weaknesses, all while loving him, covering him, protecting him, and receiving his worship. With everything David went through in his life, he still had a thank you in his heart because he knew that with every thank you, he was saying to God, I will never forget what you have done for me. I am indebted to you, God. I owe you. With everything David went through, he always made sure that he gave God praise in the midst of it all. And that is the reason why he wrote, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. That means, God, I'm standing here with my hands stretched out to you, making a confession as a form of praise and worship to signify that you are my Lord, you are Jehovah, you are beautiful, altogether lovely. Literally, everything about you is not just good, it's better than good. You are kind, you are sweet, and your kindness your deeds and your favor is perpetual for generations to come. Giving thanks is a form of worship. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Giving thanks is a form of worship and praise because you are giving adoration to God whenever you say thank you. There are seven words, seven major words for praise, and I'm going to share what a few of those words mean when it comes to giving thanks after this brief announcement. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the show, beauties. Before the break, I was just talking about some major words which are associated with praise and also with thanksgiving. Some of these words you may have heard before, and some of them may be completely brand new to you. So I'll break them down for you. When you actually dissect the Greek and Hebrew origins of these words from an etymological standpoint, 
Once you know and understand their true meaning and intent going forward from here on out, it should change how you respond to any hurt, any pain, trial, tribulation, and even celebration that you experience in your life. The first word I'm going to talk about is called yada. It's spelled Y-A-D-A-H, and it is a verb with a root meaning, which means to extend the hand or to throw out the hand. It means that you must have a posture of worship with your hands extended. According to the lexicon, the translation of the opposite meaning of this word means to actually wring your hands together. The Bible says in Psalms 150, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord. But what we fail to realize is that while we are praising God with our lips, if we would just yada God by extending our hands at the exact same time, when we open up our mouth, we will unlock the unmerited favor and blessings of God over our lives. Because what we are saying is this, God, while I am blessing you with the fruit of my lips, as my hands are extended, I am signifying to the heavens that as I open up my mouth, not only am I thanking God, but while my hands are extended, as I bless him, I am also receiving the blessings that he is releasing and pouring out over my life. And that's why we can say, oh, that men would praise the Lord. Oh, that men would yada God for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. As you extend your hands, you are saying, God, because you are good, I thank you. And I stand here in the stream of blessings to receive everything wonderful you have in store for your children. The next word I want to talk about is pronounced toda. It's spelled T-O-W-D-A-H. It comes from the same principle root word as yada, except its usage is more specific because to toda God, it literally means not just an extension of the hand, but you are extending your hands in adoration, watch this, or acceptance to tell God that you just received what he released. So by way of application, it is apparent in the book of Psalms that Todah is used for thanking God for things you haven't even received yet. Watch this, as well as things which are already in your hands. So we offer unto God a praise, a todah, and we can thank God by paying him a vow with our mouth because when we do that, 
we are initiating a conversation between ourselves and God when we begin to worship and praise him just by saying thank you. The other word I am going to break down for you is called Zamar. It is spelled Z-A-M-A-R. This word illustrates thanksgiving and praise on an instrument by using your mouth or by actually playing an instrument. Zamar means to pluck the strings of an instrument, and it also means to sing and to praise. It is a musical word which is largely involved with joyful expressions of music with musical instruments. In the book of Psalms, chapter 21, verse 13, it says, Be exalted, O Lord, in thine own strength, so we will sing and praise. We will zamar thy power. First Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 9 says, Sing to him, sing praises, zamar him, speak of all his wonders. And in Psalms 57, verses 8 through 9, it says, Awake, my glory, awake the harp, I will awaken the dawn. In other words, I will get up early, I will give thanks to God. O Lord, among the people, I will zamar thee, I will sing praises among the nations. Now, there are a few other words, but the last word that I want to talk about is the word Tahila. It is spelled T-E-H-I-L-L-A-H. And it is derived from the word Halil, which means the singing of Halils. It means to sing aloud and to make a melody in song. Halil is also the root word for hallelujah. It also means to sing out loud in a new spontaneous song like the prophetess Miriam, who was the sister of Moses and Aaron. In Exodus chapter 15, when God brought the Israelites through the Red Sea and they triumphed over their enemies, Miriam grabbed her tambourine and she burst into a new spontaneous song a song they had never heard before. It was a song of thanksgiving, and that's what Psalms 33 verse 3 instructs us to do. It says, sing unto him, being God, a new song, and play skillfully with a loud noise. And that is the reason why when Paul and Silas in the New Testament began to pray, and sing praises to God in the book of Acts when they were thrown in jail, they sang with a loud voice. And I don't believe they were quiet with their praise either, because the Bible tells us that even the prisoners heard them. They were listening to them, and suddenly there came a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, And everything and everybody that was bound got loose. All because they opened up their mouth and gave God a loud tequila 
a song of thanksgiving and praise that loosed every shackle and broke every chain. Whenever you tahila God, you are releasing power from your own mouth that will cause the enemy to leave you alone and turn on himself. Much like when the Lord set ambushments against the men of Ammon and Moab on Mount Seir, that story is found in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 18 through 23. These men were enemies to God's people, and they invaded Judah. What you have to understand is that Judah means praise, so they invaded their praise, but they were defeated, and the reason they were defeated is because praise does something to the enemy, and the enemy knows that if he invades your praise, he's in trouble because it causes a disturbance in the spirit ram and it causes confusion to the enemy because when the enemy hears praise, it reminds him of who he used to be before he lost his position in heaven. For those of you who may not be familiar with the downfall of Lucifer, When he was an angel of light, he was a musician in heaven, and he was in charge of praise and worship. He was the most beautiful angel in heaven, and the Bible describes him as having pipes, instruments which were built inside of his body. The Bible says that he was adorned with instruments in the book of Ezekiel chapter 28. He emulated music from his very being, and I could just imagine him making a melody with every movement of his body. And that's the reason why it bothers Satan to hear you praise God, because he knows how powerful praise and worship is. It reminds him that had he not rebelled against God, he would have never lost his position in heaven. And while praise bothers the enemy, when you encapsulate it with a thank you, it actually moves God and God literally cannot take it when you praise him with the fruit of your lips by praising God and by saying thank you. A few weeks ago, I was on the prayer line with my intercessory prayer team. We have prayed together each week for the last 10 years. And listen, let me tell you, these women are powerful. My dear sister Nadine and my sister and close friend and prayer partner, Sister Mickey, called into the prayer line and Normally, we will start off the prayer line by taking prayer requests, but this particular time when Sister Mickey called into the prayer line, she just began to worship and praise God because there had been a song in her spirit, which she later shared with the both of us once we ended the prayer that night. But the song is entitled Never Lost by Taryn Wells. And the song simply reminds us that whenever God is fighting your battles, you cannot lose because God has never lost a battle and he never will. 
I would encourage you to just pull this song up on YouTube and listen to it sometime in your own private time with God. But as she began to worship and even sing a little bit of this song while she was on the prayer line, when I started to pray, all I could do is say thank you over and over and over. I just began to call out things that I was thankful for. And I'm here to tell you that it literally moved God in such a way that his presence filled our spirits and we became overwhelmed to the point of tears as we prayed, as we worshiped and celebrated God by saying thank you, not just for the things that he has done, but just for being God. And we could tell that God was moved as we began to just say thank you for literally everything, even things that we may not understand. We can always find a thank you in our hearts or something that we can be thankful for or grateful for. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 4 and 5, it says this, For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. So whenever we begin to thank God, there is nothing that God will withhold from us. He won't refuse anything because it is being received with thanksgiving and a grateful heart through God's word and through prayer. So I want to encourage all of my listeners to just begin to worship God, whisper a thank you to him when things seem to overwhelm you. I am a witness that if you do that, God will invade your space and he will not only change the atmosphere, but he will also change your situation and turn things around in your favor. Before I end the show today, I want to leave you with this quote, and I wasn't able to find who originally said this, but here's what the quote says. The greatest test of faith is when you don't get what you want, but you are still able to say, thank you, Lord. Listen, that is my time, beauties. I am wishing each and every one of you a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. Enjoy time with your family, with friends, and with loved ones. And always keep a praise in your heart and a thank you on your lips. Not just around Thanksgiving, but every single time you are blessed to see another day. Remember to always walk in love, keep living your best life, which is a blessed life. Feast on the word of God, not just your Thanksgiving feast, but be intentional to be a blessing to someone else. Stay positive, stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. Always be kind and keep a beautiful mind. And listen, never forget, 
who God called you to be, who he purposed you to be, and who he created you to be. And that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at BeautifulSoulSunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.